This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. A federal appeals court says Donald Trump does not enjoy broad immunity from federal prosecution. The decision by the three-judge panel of the U.S. Circuit or Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit clears the way for Trump to go on trial on an indictment accusing him of trying to overturn his loss to President Biden, though Trump could appeal. Trump, the front-runner for the Republican presidential nomination, has pleaded not guilty to four felony accounts accusing him of leading a conspiracy to cling to power after he lost in 2020. Prosecutors say that ended in violence at the U.S. Capitol building three years ago, injuring 140 law enforcement officers. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in the Middle East, where the conflict in Gaza trops at the agenda. And Pierce Michelle Kellerman reports Egypt is trying to help negotiate a new pause in fighting. Egypt and Qatar have been passing messages to Hamas to try to persuade the Palestinian militants to release more hostages in exchange for a longer pause in fighting. Secretary Blinken is getting an update in Cairo and Doha on that effort before he travels on to Israel. He's hoping a new hostage deal could pave the way for an end to the conflict in Gaza, and he wants Arab partners to play a role in what comes next there. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says he's seeking a total victory over Hamas. Michelle Kellerman, NPR News, Cairo. A bipartisan Senate plan to boost security at the U.S. southern border is facing resistance from some Republicans, and that's casting doubt on the bill's chance of passing in a planned procedural vote in the full Senate tomorrow. The White House says President Biden will talk soon about the $118 billion bill that costs, includes $20 billion for border security, along with billions of dollars for Israel and Ukraine. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley has requested Secret Service protection, according to her campaign. And Pierre Sarah McCammon has more. Haley's campaign says the request for Secret Service protection comes partly in response to increased threats. Also, Haley's South Carolina home has been targeted by at least one so-called swatting attack when people make false reports to law enforcement with the intent of provoking an emergency police response. The former South Carolina governor recently told NBC's Meet the Press that one incident took place while she was away but her elderly parents were there. The last thing you want is to see multiple law enforcement officials with guns drawn pointing at my parents and and thinking that something happened. Haley has been campaigning in her home state ahead of South Carolina's Republican primary on February 24th. Sarah McCammon, NPR News. Wall Street is trading in mixed territory at this hour. The Dow is up 48 points. The Nasdaq is down 29. The S&P 500 is down Two points for the NASDAQ, that's down about two-tenths of a percent. You're listening to NPR News. A new study shows in recent years, law enforcement across the U.S. has been seizing more magic mushrooms being sold illegally as more states relax their laws involving psychedelic drugs. The findings are published in the journal Drug and Alcohol Dependence. NPR's Ritu Chatterjee has more. The new study found that in 2017, law enforcement seized nearly 500 pounds of magic mushrooms or shrooms. In 2022, they seized more than 1,800 pounds. Joseph Palomar is an epidemiologist at NYU's Langone Health and the main author of the new study. 
He says the biggest drug busts of shrooms happen in the western part of the country, where states have more relaxed policies when it comes to psychedelic drugs. Just because it's decriminalized doesn't mean that you could have a thousand pounds of shrooms uh, behind the counter of a store. The findings come at a time when there's growing investment in research on psychedelics in treating mental illnesses. Ritu Chatterjee, NPR News. The National Labor Relations Board says Dartmouth basketball players are employees of the school, clearing the way for an election that would create the first-ever labor union for NCAA athletes. All 15 members of the school's men's basketball team signed a petition in September asking to join a union, which already includes other employees at the Ivy League school. That would allow players to negotiate salaries and also working conditions, including practice hours and travel. The Dow is up 61 points on Wall Street. The Nasdaq is down 26, S&P 500 down 1. I'm Janine Herbst, NPR News in Washington.